Tonight's episode is going to be discussing some of the issues that are going on throughout the world with the COVID-19. Subtle Beast wants to keep uh, wants to our listeners to know that in that we in no way mean any offense or take anything away from anybody that's been impacted by the coronavirus or COVID-19. We just want to share some things that have come to light for us and that we have learned. Welcome to Subtle Beast, everybody. I am your host, Foltz. With me, as always, my partner in crime. Mr. Steve Apostolopoulos. Steve, how you doing tonight? Fultz, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm not, I'm not doing that great. Yeah. Uh, well, share it with us. What's on your mind? Well, first and foremost, as, as I was prepping with you today for this show, they, they canceled Fish Tour this summer. Me and Steve have been fans of the band fish for over 20 years we've been going on tour that's like like how we like to spend our summer vacations outside of vacationings with our family we had tickets to countless shows throughout the u.s um i was fearing that it was coming because i had heard that washington state had canceled all uh, concerts and all uh, every all outdoor activities basically having to do with large get-togethers for the summer and then we're in the studio prepping for tonight and We've basically found out that most of our summer plans were canceled. And you know, that's the straw that breaks the camel's back right there. It is. That's the one thing I was holding on to. You know, you got that thing you look forward to. Yep. I was, uh, I've was. i seen it being discussed on chat rooms. People are like, what if, what if? I was like, oh, don't give up hope yet. It doesn't start till like, what, July or something? Yeah. this was, I had shows to August 10th, August 11th. I'm like, how are you going to cancel something in April that's going on in August? Right, and so I'm sure people across the world can relate. Maybe not as not as were upset about like fish tour, but on maybe maybe you had. Uh, we're going to start on on the lower side. Maybe you had some vacations planned, and now now they're going to be canceled. But what about on the grander scale of things that you can't even consider the fact of a vacation right now because you've been out of work for next to eight weeks. Right. If you had the ability to take a vacation, if if your vacation destination was open, so to speak, you don't have the money to get there anyway. Right. People, I mean, it seems like the world's gone upside down. It seems people are always saying, oh, I have to work all the time. Uh, the man doesn't give me enough time for vacation. And now we've more or less been on an unpaid eight-week vacation. And uh, all we want to do is go back to work. But it doesn't seem like uh, the powers that be won't allow that to happen. So, I kept saying seven weeks, you know, in pre-show, seven weeks, seven weeks. We got the calendar out. It's been eight weeks. Yeah, this lockdown has lasted eight weeks. It, 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 eight weeks, ex- extremely too long, in my opinion. Um, some of the things that we're going to go over tonight, it just it, it always circles back to the numbers don't add up, and. Uh, well, Steve was doing the numbers for us oh before the show. We did on what, what it was the world numbers, or was it for the U.S.? I broke them. I did every one of them. I did the world numbers. I did the U.S. numbers, and then the last one I did was the Pennsylvania numbers. And there was 
four zeros after the decimal point and maybe five zeros before the actual number. And and there again, I don't want to take anything away from anyone. If you lost somebody from COVID-19, my heart goes out to you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, that percentage still means that thousands of people were, were affected by it. But to shut down an entire economy based on that, let, let me tell you something. Personally, if if I if I would have had it, which I think I, I believe I had it, honestly, me and Steve were talking I about this. I think you did too. Back in January, because the first confirmed case in the United States was January 8th, Steve was saying, well, me and my family had something awful, four out of the six of us. So if that doesn't put into perspective that not everybody can get this but it was an upper respiratory infection, which was diagnosed as pneumonia. And then, uh, so they put me on a pack, and then they put me on a prednisone, which is just a steroid. Within a week, I was back in the gym. Was it, was it hard? Was it, was it difficult breathing? Yeah. I mean, it, it was really hard. It was, a, it was a hard week. But I got through it. And with, like I said, within a week, I was back in the gym. I just think, and Subtle Beast thinks that just this is getting a little bit blown out of, not a little bit, a lot blown out of proportion now that we're eight weeks in and we're looking at a potential economic meltdown. I mean, we're eight weeks in and we're not all clear. We're not close to all clear. In fact, currently, we're still under lockdown rules. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and where we are in Pennsylvania, they, they're, they're saying that we're going to be start doing some types of slow opens in, in different phases. Now, if these phases are, in fact, how they're going to run it out, where me and Steve live and where our studio is, that doesn't come into play until, uh, I believe it's like May 18th. Now, I'm sorry, but that's, it's gone on long enough. You're not going to determine uh, to the people when we're allowed to start going outside of our houses, when we can start going to work and the fact, and, or if the fact that we have to do it and we have to wear masks, this is unconstitutional. I know that we have listeners from other countries that aren't impacted by, by the constitution, but it's against your rights as a human to what your government is doing and oppressing you right now. And enough's enough to open your shop back up is, is where we need to be. Our, our local businesses, after eight weeks, a lot of them are not even going to be able to open back up. No, no. Brand new businesses. Uh, there's, uh, there's, there's people that have just purchased brand new movie theaters across the uh, U.S. that just within – they just released the, one of the new troll movies, I guess, direct to on demand. Well, that was going to be a big draw for them because, you know, you got the kids. They want to see the trolls. So now the parents are coming. So now the concession stand bill is outrageous. But that's how they make that's how they make their living because people think that it's on the outrageous tickets. But here's the thing: when when Star Wars came out, they weren't allowed to make any money on the tickets until after they sold like I think like a like a million dollars worth of not that specific uh, theater, but a million dollars worth of tickets, and I think they got like twenty five cents a ticket. So yeah, the money comes from the concession stand, kind of just like your local uh, gas station. The money comes from the the, the eight dollar bag of chips, but that's convenience. But a lot of these places are going to be shutting down. They're not, yeah, they're never going to open back up. <clears throat> they these. I mean, what is going on is these people have been out of work so long. And when I say out of work, I mean their shop has been closed. These local mom and pop shops, the shop has been closed so long, and they've had no income, no income. So they're living paycheck to paycheck. They're living day to day on their shop. The money that the shop is earning, they're not. Their bills aren't getting paid. Their bills aren't getting paid, and they didn't get paid 
The first, okay, so the first month they didn't get paid. You feel like crap about that. Oh, I didn't pay my bills this month. Right. Okay. Now, after eight weeks, this is the balance from last month carried forward and you're getting the second bill now. So now that $340 electric bill is a $680 electric bill that you are now anxious about. You're you're paranoid you're not going to be able to pay that thing off for the next year. You're going to go into a payment plan for that thing, and that's one small utility bill. Think about the mortgages, the rent, the missed rent payments. People that own these stores have their mortgage at home. They got the mortgage at the shop. Neither one of them are getting paid because their doors are closed. And it is a vicious cycle, because, and you have to see it from, from every level because you have the people that are not in, not in – they're not going to their day-to-day job to make money. So – and, and they're living in, in a rental. So then you have the people whose livelihood is they do rentals, okay? So then they have, they have bills that they have to pay based on that. It's a ripple effect. But, and you can understand each person, they want their money, but where is it supposed to come from? And it sure as hell is not going to be coming from uh, the $1,200 that the government is uh, sending out. I that mean, $1,200 didn't even – that would not even make a half of a month – that was, I mean, $100 a day, the $1,200 was rude. That, extremely rude. I mean, $1,200, that doesn't even cover my mortgage, let alone food for six people. And it wasn't $1,200 a month. It no. was a one-time payment of 1200 That's like handcuffing me and taking a baseball bat and smacking me across the face with it. Exactly. I mean, America is supposed to be the land of the home and the free, setting the example for everybody. And there's other countries out there that were getting larger sums of money and uh, more payments. Land of the free. You just got a, a gleaming example of how free we really are. That's exactly right. I mean, th- th- this lockdown needs to be ended because, uh, well, first of all, this is this is something I was telling Steve that I was trying to explain to my wife, or not to explain to her. I was just telling her. This is what I, I, how I see it happening. Now, everybody right here along the East Coast, probably from I would say, oh, maybe even Georgia up the coast. Uh, well, we're just coming out of winter right now, so we went and, like they said, they asked us to stay home, but nobody ever asked. We were told, okay, we did that. But now it's starting to get nicer outside here on the East Coast. And uh, you've got a lot of people, uh, probably more people than not, that uh, don't have air conditioning. And it's going to start getting hot. And then you're going to try and tell these people to stay indoors and not go out and not go to a local swimming hole or not go to the river or not go to the lake. Not go to your mom and dad's house for a weekend barbecue? Yeah. not Yeah. Which is so ridiculous, separating families right now. I mean, people, well... They're not going to start. People are already rising up, and as they should be, because we've been indoors all winter. We need to be the sun. We want to have our fun, but more importantly, we just want to get back to work. And what it, the hell, what the hell's going on? You know what, man? When they started the the rules, they uh, they announced it. This is this is a soft rollout. We're going to ask you to stay home. There's uh, there's no curfew, and it's not going to be pe- by penalty of law. Um, that was in the beginning. That was you know what April. Sure. As it got further along, as this whole situation unraveled, it got different. It was yeah. no longer we're going to suggest that you do these things. When it got to mandatory face masks 
then it, it went past a suggestion to a refusal of service. Correct. In a grocery store, which it is necessary to have groceries. Yeah, that, it, is, that is essential. Yeah. All grocery stores are classified as essential businesses. But in order for you to get your food to feed your family, uh, you have to have a mask on. It's mandatory. Or they can call the police on you. Now, we're not going to provide you with these masks. You have to be creative. I mean, I kid you not. The other day, I was at a local store, and somebody, a woman, had a pair of men's tidy whities over her head. <laughs> no. Yeah, and, and <laughs> had, had the eyes cut out, and the only reason I noticed, because I was walking past her, I did a look back, and I saw, you know, like the like the fly on men's tidy whities, and I saw it in the back. I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, my God, she's got... But this is what's going on. Now we got to go out in public to the point where we got to put underwear on our head. Things are getting so out of control because, I mean, if you listen to our episode on COVID-19 that we really didn't want to do, but then we wanted to get out some points and some facts where those facts are completely outdated now, except for probably the infection rate. So then we thought, okay, well, this is almost over. It's going to close down. So let us do a, uh, a uh, normal a new normal, which now I wish though that we almost didn't call that because now it's getting such a new stigma. T- it's getting such a stigma to it that that's, well, no, not a new normal. So, I mean, obviously you can tell by the way that we're going off tonight that everything's out of control and we got to do something. We need to do something on a global level. We need to stand up for our rights. There is so much more of us than there is of them and it can be done and we can unify and, and, and communicate with information on how we're going to do this. You know, I always use the word common sense, and yeah. that word gets thrown around a lot. Let's take a common sense approach to this. And I got to tell you, man, th- what from COVID's beginning till now, it seems like no one has taken a common sense approach to it. No, it's not, the common sense is, is not that common, because if, if, if we were taking the common sense approach to it, the first thing would be, okay, let's look at the data. Okay, so Pennsylvania... <clears throat> We're at nowhere even near a 1% infection nowhere rate. Nowhere even near 0.1%, not a tenth of a point. So then you have eight other states, <clears throat> South Dakota leading the way, props to South Dakota, for never shutting down. Now, their numbers for corona COVID infection are identical. No one's getting near. No state, no country, including Italy, is even getting close to a 1% infection or death rate. And the numbers are being inflated uh, on every level, every state, every country. In Pennsylvania alone, just recently, they had to retract over 200 COVID deaths from their report because the people aren't dead. And also, there is incentive to falsify the deaths of a state in order for financial gains through the hospital system. If someone's diagnosed COVID-19 or or they're pronounced dead because of COVID-19, regardless of whether they went in there and they had a a quadruple bypass, if they put down COVID-19, then those hospitals are compensated $39,000 for all those COVID-19. And I'm getting this information from nurses that I've spoken to personally. Which is going to lead to a drastic decline in most major diseases heart disease number one killer in america uh if you take a look at the numbers aggregate over april march april may i'm sure they're probably down yes absolutely 10 20 30 percent because oh man nobody's having heart attacks everybody's dying from covid they're not Right, and, and and there's so much propaganda that goes with it, too. We've had many uh, or several different protests in our state here of Pennsylvania, and we were all saying at the protest that 
Now just watch. Tomorrow the media is going to come out and the numbers of the <laughs> are going to spike. Well, if, sure enough, they came out. They had spiked by over a thousand. Now, I communicate with a lot of these people that attend these. Pro- None of them got sick. So where are these numbers coming from? I mean, it's it's inflated. I mean, yeah, maybe there's an infection, but the the death rates they they had on. Uh, I believe it was a. Uh, the ridiculous channel CNN, they were showing, uh, it said, 1 million people infected by, or, or yeah, 1 million people affected by the COVID, COVID-19 in the United States or something like that. And then, but off to the side, it said deaths, 2,282. I mean, I'm not saying the number, but it was, it was in the 2000s. So it's like, here's big print, 1 million people infected. 2,000 deaths. So we should stop our lives, shut down the economy, go bankrupt, and... Put on, and, on, and live in a police state. Live in a police state. I mean, I have seen, well, first I'll start here. I had a friend of mine who me and Steve both know that we grew up with. Um, she reached out to me privately just to tell me a story about uh, they were having a family get together recently. I guess this was in the last week. Uh, a few family members over and in a really big backyard. So I'm sure there was plenty of space. They're just having a good time. All of a sudden, here come two police officers. We got a call that, you know, there's a gathering back here. Now, what the hell is that? You, you got a family that's on their private. First of all, my first question would be, like, well, what are you doing on my private property? You got a warrant to be here. And second of all, it's just disgusting. Now, she did now in, in, in defense to the to, to the police officer, she did say they seemed extremely embarrassed to be out there. Obviously, they were just being sent to to this call because and, and as we'll talk about throughout this podcast, the interactions that I've had with local PD have been absolutely amazing. But we'll get there. Uh, but, well, you know, what bothers me about that story, Fultz, is how did the police get there? Exactly. So who, their neighbor was looking out their window after just getting done watching, uh, who knows, CBS News or whatever, whatever channel Chris Cuomo's on, talking about stay indoors, this and that, you need your mask, you're going to die, do this, do that, you can't go here, you can't go to work, where you can't pay your bills. You know what? People were fed up. Somebody called those police. Yeah, the neighbors. They got, they got it so beaten into their heads now. That the neighbors, your neighbors, yeah. your neighbors are policing you too. I saw a video of a lady in uh, Wisconsin. There's a knock at the door. She must have looked out the window, saw it was the police. So smart woman. She immediately starts filming. Now, the things that came out of these officers' mouths were things that I never thought that I would ever hear in my life. First thing were, do you understand that we are on a lockdown order? Number one. Number two, we were sent out here because we got word that your daughter was playing with the girl from across the street or beside their house. Unbelievable. Like a, like a seven-year-old. Yeah, playing with her friend who it wasn't even the family that she was playing with that reported because their daughter, the lady told the police, was allowed to come and play over at their house. Somebody else witnessed two seven-year-old children playing and called the police. What is going on? This is getting out of hand. We are not going to take it any longer. You can't have that. You can't have – you cannot have – it, it, it feels like we're occupied right now. You cannot have your neighbors so shook that they are calling authorities to 
to notify them that you have your parents over in the backyard. Totally. And if people don't understand that the most dangerous man in the world is a fa- is a man that's being put in a position to provide for his family, if he doesn't have the means to get food for his children, if he doesn't have means to provide food for his wife that gave birth to these children, and then maybe she's possibly looking over at him and saying, you need to do something. We're going to lose the house. That is the most dangerous man in the world because he's already lost everything. And somebody that has nothing to lose will lose nothing. And that's when it's going to get dangerous because we're not talking about one individual. We're not talking about a couple individuals from a certain state, city, town. We're talking about the entire world right now is is falling for a bunch of propaganda and shutting us down for for what? I mean, we can only speculate what to, to crush our economy so that we can get a one world uh, dollar because that's been discussed in the news. I've heard it several times about the crypto. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't they just love to come in and do that? Because why? What have we talked about on past podcasts, if, you, if, you, if you've been following us? We've talked about the possibility of RFID chips. Well, if, uh, if you've been looked into uh, what, they're, what they're trying to push, they're, they're trying to fast track it, saying we can, we can vaccinate 30 million uh, Americans a week. Well, there's what? 350 million of us. It wouldn't be too, too many weeks. And if they're saying we can do that or that's what we need to reopen this economy, you don't have a choice anymore. But now what's your choice going to be if you're against this vaccination? Because number one, you think that it's either poison or number two, that it's containing uh, either poison and possibly tracking information as far as RFID. Uh, what are you going to do when they come to your door and say, today's the day your family's number has been selected for vaccination? Are you going to rise up? Or are you going to stick out your arm? I'll tell you one thing. No needles are going towards any member of my family. And I'm not going to publicly say anything, but nobody better come knocking on, on, on our door looking to vaccinate us with, with anything. I felt the fear. This, this week I went to Carnes, our local uh, grocery store. <laughs> Big shout out to Carnes there. Heck yeah. Um, and I, you know, I get my cart. I go in. Browse the very beginning of it, turn the corner, get up to the bananas, pick out some bananas, turn to go back towards the rest of the produce. There's other people around, and when I turned around, they were all looking at me. And it dawned on me at that point that I didn't have my face mask on. And I was, I just got, I, that in that instant where it dawned on me, I got a, a bad feeling. I got, I don't know if it was, I, I'm not saying I was, it wasn't fear. But everybody was looking at me. I felt the necessary. I walked back out through the entrance of the store to my car, got my mask, left my cart right where it was, turned back around, came back in, and got my cart and continued to shop. But man, what an inconvenience. So you have to do that, but you have to supply it to yourself. So if you don't have anything to do that, you can't get get food for your family. I'll give you a a quick couple stories. I had to go to a, a local store here where we can buy like in, in a, um, it, it's more for people that like we're working on farms and such uh, but I go there to get my, my dog and cat food because you can buy it in really big bulk but I knew that the uh, mask order was in play so I mean I had one in my pocket just in case uh, anything would happen where I couldn't check out because I needed to get this food for my animals but so I was like alright it's time to test it park my car i see the old trusty worker standing outside with her clipboard 
probably telling people to either put on a mask or just checking to see if they do. So I walk right by her. Well, now I'm looking in my peripheral and I can see she's coming up right behind me. So, yep, she's the one. Well, I ducked down a couple aisles. Long story short, I was able to duck her twice. And then I lost her and I'm going towards the front to to pay for my uh, dog and cat food. And this old man's like, sir, you have to have a mask on. And I knew I wasn't getting out of there with my food. So I pulled one out of my pocket, like real arrogantly. And he was like, thank you. Put it on for like one second, paid for my stuff, pulled it back off before I even got out of the store. And then, uh, so we've been, and also we've been getting most of our groceries from, uh, my son has, he's been deemed essential as working in a grocery store. So like anything, we've been texting him and say, Hey, can you bring home this, bring home that? Well, we were going to do something as simple as make a salad today. And uh, I guess we didn't get to the lettuce fast enough. And I said to my wife, I'm not making it. You know, it looks like the lettuce is going bad. And she was just like, oh, is it bad the whole way through? And I was just like, yeah, it's bad on the outside. It's bad the whole way through. I was like, enough of this. I'm going to the store. And if these people want me to wear a mask, they're getting a mask. So I just put on a hooded sweatshirt. I put on my Guy Fawkes mask, if you're not familiar with it, the mask they wear in a V from Vendetta or the anonymous mask. Put that on, went to the grocery store for over an hour, shopped with that on. Uh, my son had a, a bandana on. He came with me that said, don't tread on me. Uh, the the reaction that got in there was priceless and it was divided. I had a couple people be like right on, but I heard this one lady behind me saying, uh, oh my, that mask is scary. That mask is scary. And I turned to my son and said, if she really knew what it represented, she'd be a lot more scared. But, uh, my son that works there said he saw me coming walking in the door. He didn't know it was me. He just saw some guy walking towards <laughs> with a hood up and that mask on. He was like, all he could think to myself himself was oh, what's about to go down. But then I saw him like 15 minutes later in the store and, He's like, yeah, everyone's aware that you're in here. I was like, that's the point. And that's what I was talking about with Steve. Everybody should get those masks and wear them. I mean, I think I got it online for like seven bucks. I ordered a couple. Wear them. Put them on. And if if you've had it and you got to go out to the store, and you know what the great thing about that mask is too, and then nobody said anything to me about it. It's like a mask that you would wear for Halloween. So I'm breathing out the nostrils because there's holes, yes. And I'm breathing out the mouth hole because it's there <laughs> which completely yeah it's not blocking anything but everyone's just like but they said you have to have a face mask covering i had a face mask covering so i mean <laughs> they want to get technical i mean but i'm fed up and you know what of, of the bad looks that i got and the bad reaction from the mask it actually felt good you know what so i think i'm gonna be a little addicted to it in any place that i go from now on i think i'm gonna wear it enough's so, enough enough is totally enough I mean, oh, here's a story that comes to mind, uh, thinking of uh, propaganda and and fake news. Uh, Mr. Chris Cuomo of whatever station he represents and and his wonderful brother, the governor of New York. Well, Chris Cuomo, I guess, uh, just just so happened to be diagnosed with a corona COVID-19. So he was told that he needed to stay on lockdown in his house. So he he's broadcasting daily from his house. I'm down in the basement. I haven't seen my family, this and that. Self-quarantine. Yeah, but stay home, save lives, you know, all that crap. But lo and behold, I guess uh, Chris Cuomo was having a house built in New York in some nice new neighborhood that he decided while he's infected with COVID-19, quote-unquote, he takes his family outside together, which 
why is he staying in the basement if they're going to just walk together to go look at the new house? Well, a guy that lives three houses down from where this house is being built, which, by the way, he said he doesn't know why Chris Cuomo came to look at this house because it's only steel beams. But that's beside this point, especially if you're infected with uh, the most deadly virus to ever hit the last hundred years. And this guy confronted him, said, what are you doing outside the house? Well, Chris Cuomo got really defensive and this and that. And then was asked about it later on the news and he didn't deny that it happened. But later on, then, then uh, he did an interview where he's calling the guy a fat biker. This fat biker, he doesn't, who does he think he is asking me questions like he's God Almighty or something? And uh, just trying to insult this guy. Why? Because this guy called you on your BS that you're trying to shove down the throats of uh, not only the Americans, but I'm sure people in other countries are watching this because didn't typically people look to the United States to save the world. And right now, the United States is being one of the most oppressive governments here on our planet. And I don't mean any offense to anybody else in other countries because I know it's bad in the UK. I know it's horrible in South America. Look, a few weeks ago, I know that I had had it. So I was talking to my wife, trying to think about, you know, and she had had it. And I was like, well, we need to see if we have so many more like-minded people out there. So I had created a Facebook page called End the Lockdown. Well, within a couple of days, it was up to, I don't know, 8,500 people. So we believe that people agreed with us. Um, we, st we still have that large group. We, we planned a couple uh, protests. We carried them out. Uh, the one down at our Capitol had like 58,000 people at it. We had drone footage. I mean, it was great. And, uh, but, you know, and we've had, and there's been other pages come out that are, you know, supporting their individual states, but then the lockdown was started to reach out to people from all across the world. And I've talked to people from, uh, South Africa, many people on our page from South Africa and, and how bad it is. People in the UK, really, really bad. I mean, they're being oppressed. I mean, and our brothers and sisters in Canada talking to them all the time. We love them as well. Uh, one of the one of the gentlemen on our page that I was talking to, he was telling me that him and his friends in Canada are starting to take bets on uh, when they think the Americans are going to start shooting, because uh, I guess uh, they they know American history as well. I mean, we've been oppressed for eight weeks, not being able to to make a dime at our jobs, but when our forefathers were taxed one percent on tea, like. Oh, hell no. Revolution. Enough's enough with that. <laughs> and it started the American Revolution. And, I mean, how much more are you going to take? Look how easy it was for them to just be like, all right, everyone, you need to stay home because there's this deadly virus. And, we go, and everyone just, uh, we went in our houses and completely, on, and, I, and I swear to God, I'm being honest when I say this, like from day one, like when they canceled the schools, I turned to my wife and I was like, Something shady about this. Now, even if you listen to our COVID-19 episode, I even said it on there. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm too far down the rabbit hole or this and that. But the information that's been gained since then, I ain't down any rabbit hole. This is just straight up facts. Oppression at the greatest level. And only the people seem to care. But the people are the ones that have the power. See, they there's thousands of them, but there's millions of us. We need to rise up. The Constitution of the United States was never written for our politicians to have this much power. The Constitution was written for the complete opposite. We have 
we have companies like YouTube and you have companies like Facebook that are also censoring and taking down states uh, pages that are, are talking about protesting. I mean, it's just it's censoring of the First Amendment here in the United States. And, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of people say if they want to take our first, they're going to get our second. And I'll tell you what, it's, it's going to get to that point. I'm going to say it. it's going to get to that point if, in fact, things don't start to change a little bit. It's the money that, that is it, – it is not personally killing me. It's killing right. me to put myself in the shoes of all the people that it is killing because it is, it is, that is the real thing. This is something that's going to take – so you roll your credit cards over a month now, two months. You're not, you're not paying. You probably can't even pay the minimum payment on no, it. No, not at this point probably. Because you've put all of your utilities on it, your groceries, everything. You've been living paycheck to paycheck. You didn't get a paycheck. That money's coming from somewhere, right? right? Now – how many years is it going? Is that balance going to be carried on your credit card statement? How many how many months is it going to roll over and roll over and roll over? And how much more interest are the big banks going to get out of you? It it's like you've become a slave to these big corporations over protecting a very small amount of our society. Right, it, all in the name of uh, of health. I mean. It, it it just I know we just keep saying this, but but enough enough. I mean, wh- what do you do? What do you do? I mean, now I know that there's people out there that uh, I'm. Well, trust me, I know that there's people out there with uh, with starting the page that we did and the interaction we've had that there's people out there that disagree on the highest level. But I'm telling you this: you can watch your CBS News, you can watch your MSNBC, but one thing that you can do also is you can go to uh, the CDC and you can check the information. And when you can check and see that it affects less than 1% of the population of the world, then you know that why are we locked down? So it has to make you a question. If you know anything about uh, plans for for a new world order and and the way that they would do it to make appealing to the people, then then great. But if you don't, the idea is to this, to eventually – through either plague or disaster, cripple the economy dollar, and then create a type of crypto or one world currency, which then the governments of each individual, well, a new world order, it'd be, it'd be like one united earth under one government. They're going to say, you know what? Now here's propaganda at its finest. Everything that you've accrued, your house debt, your credit card debt, we're just going to wipe that out, and guess what? We're just going to – and you can pat us on the back, and uh, we're just going to start this new currency, and this is the way. And we'll, but we'll be able to track everything you do, and if we find out that you're talking bad about the government, we'll be able to shut you down, and this and that. That's where it's headed. You might think that this is a conspiracy, but uh, – but well, it is. It is a conspiracy. But it's 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 not the the theory of the the CIA saying oh it's a nut job because of JFK. Oh you know, no, it's a conspiracy on the highest level, and everybody should be concerned. And this isn't one that maybe that you can uh, say oh well, there's no such thing as uh, uh, as extraterrestrials. Okay, yeah, I, that can't be proven. There's lots of different forms and there's lots of different information but this you can't say well you can't prove that it had well yeah we can prove that it hasn't affected that many people because the numbers are out and it's given to us by the cdc and it's being all the crap's being inflated by the media 
and it's killing everybody. And I just want to add, just as Steve did, me and my wife, we haven't been out of work either. So we were, quote unquote, deemed essential jobs. Now, we're getting paid every day. Now, I've had people say, oh, the only reason you started this page, the only reason you're doing protests is because you're money hungry. We never stopped working. But what, guess what I do have that I'm not going to be influ- let be influenced by this is children. I'm not going to let them see uh, their dad sit around and, and, and watching Netflix all day while, while, while the country is being oppressed. And people will say, oh, well, what are you going to do? You're going to stand up and you're going to fight? Yeah, I'm going to fight. Do I have to, is this going to start verbally with protests? Yeah. What are they going to say? Are you going to raise up in arms? God, I hope not. But I inherited my freedom. And uh, if I'm called to defend it or to prevent some type of tyrannical government from uh, vaccinating my children with something I don't want or preventing us from going certain places or, or enforcing an illegal mask law, which there's a federal law called the no mask law. Uh, what's going on? They got us to stay home so easily. They're like, oh my gosh, we got them hook, line, and sinker. Now what can we do? Well, let's just tell them, that no- oh my gosh, it's coming back rampant. And now everything's closed for another six months. No economy will last. So who has to come in and save the day? The government. Oh, yeah, they came in just like, uh, I, I don't know what your views are on, uh, on medical cannabis, but I tell people all the time, don't fall for the propaganda that the same people that took your rights away to use that medication are now like, here, look what your state did for you. And so many people are like, yay, are, they're so great. They ripped you off. It's a scam. This is a hoax on the highest level. I said it many times this week. This is the biggest false flag that's been petrated on not just the United States and the world, or not just the United States, but the world since 9-11. And there, I've said it. It's, it's not as far off. You, you could say uh, the, the one world order, the new world order. Uh, yeah, okay, that's a great idea. How would they pull that off? They've already pulled that off. They have, because if they hadn't, why would why wouldn't other countries be like, why is the U.S. locking people down? Or why is the U.K. locking people down? It doesn't make sense. It's got to be. So if you think about the top 1% of the top 1%, again, if you think we're crazy, look this stuff up. I mean, uh, find a guy on YouTube called Andrew Russo. Talks about being friends with the Rockefellers way back before 9-11, being told about those plans, being told about RFID, being told about vaccinations. And everything he said is coming true. Was he labeled a conspiracy theorist? Yeah, on the highest level. But the government also burned his uh, music clubs down so he couldn't make any more money. So when the government does that, <clears throat> who's actually telling the truth? Or are they just saying, hey, man, all, you, all the stuff you said was false, but... We're going to burn this down. No, they're going to intimidate you. They want you to shut up. You're telling the people too much facts, just like YouTube and Facebook are doing right now. They're shutting people down. There was two, There was a video that came out. Probably a lot of you saw it. Hopefully you did. Um, if not, it can still be found, not on YouTube. But two doctors from uh, urgent, uh, urgent Care came out and started giving all the facts about uh, what's going on with this with disease. And it just... It was it was mind-boggling, and basically, and they're saying too. Oh well, all of a sudden, you know, because doctors get the information on 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 the deaths throughout uh, the you know the, their state or in the country of what different diseases have affected, and they were like, you wouldn't believe it. It's almost like a heart disease has been cured because nobody's died from that. It's all been COVID nineteen, cancer. Now, no offense, my dad had cancer twice. 
but uh, cancer, all of a sudden, I guess, is uh, it's being cured. Now, I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying this is what the, the information that the media is pushing because there's no more cancer deaths. It's all COVID-19. Now, I know as my dad being a cancer patient, that pisses me off that they would try because, uh, you know, I, I, I really feel for the families that, uh, and, and there's lots of them out there, that their family members had a complication with COVID-19 with related to a, you know, a, a worse off illness, a, a, an illness that probably needs a lot more attention being brought to it than uh, it, uh, the latest Tiger King episode. But I digress on that. But it's just when is enough enough and when it, when is right, right? It's that when this thing started off, it seemed like it started to unite each other. Even the governor of New York, he was saying gov- or that President Trump's the greatest thing since sliced bread. People were like, yeah, 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 we're going to get through this. There were people making signs, putting it in your yard. We're here for you, this and that. And then they started to switch, and then they got right back to where we are. Now we're divided again. So uh, for a lack of a better term, I'm going to say the masks versus the unmasks. It's almost like... Uh, uh, I hate to say it, but I mean, a lot of people that are going for this, they're falling for the propaganda and the more propaganda you buy or you buy into, you're, you're going to be, you're going to be a sympathizer. I mean, you look at us as the enemy, which is fine because I've said this many times this week too. The revolution is only the good guys in the movies. Right now, the hate that I've received over the last two, three weeks with uh, interacting with, with uh, you know, trying to get these different states open and, and organizing protests and things of that nature, the hate that I've received. If you disagree, even if you disagree with what I'm saying now, do you think that it would be right to go out onto local social media pages and <clears throat> start posting pictures of my children saying, this is what his kids look like? So if you want to know why I'm a little bit more fired up tonight or why I feel a little bit more driven towards this or done a little bit more digging into it, it's because now not only is it affecting the lives of millions or billions of people on this planet, some people that disagree with me decided that they're going to take it onto a personal level. So this is what you need to be worried about going forward. You know where that hate comes from? Fear. Absolutely. That hate comes from fear. You know they, the, what they're saying right now? That uh, it's going to the the disease is going to be ten times as were as bad in the fall. Of course, so like, I mean, when it's coming back. It's coming back, folks. Oh yeah, and it's coming back ten times as bad. Ten times as bad. So that that even if it did come back ten times as bad, the the death the deaths would still be minuscule and wouldn't constitute locking down the world and but, destroying their lives and making them a slave to the monetary system for the next three to five years to pay off what they've lost by not being permitted to work by their free government. Sure. Now, well, and, that, and that's a great point. Let's talk about some things that, that we can't even describe on a monetary level. Let's talk about the things that have risen outside of or, or the, uh, the unemployment, which is uh, spousal abuse Ugh. is on is on a rise like you wouldn't believe. And if you don't think that uh, that it's true, uh, well, here's a stat for you, too. Fifty percent of uh, child abuse cases have gone down. Now, when you, when you first hear that, you're probably thinking, oh, you know, that's great. No, that's terrible because they're not being reported because the children that are being abused are not being allowed outside this house to possibly go to school and talk to a counselor or a teacher or a friend or, you know, a coach. friend. Yeah, coach. And, uh, 
and get some help. No, they're there with their abusers 24 hours a day being punished. And, uh, and, and you have law enforcement coming over saying, hey, your kid's playing outside. Well, what about the kid that's uh, getting a black and blue eye every night? Or the wife that's getting beat because uh, they deemed... Now, you can't go to the health clubs here, but they opened up the liquor store. So, and, and one of the most ridiculous rebuttals I heard on a page was, well, they have to open up the liquor stores because, you know, th- there's people that, ha- that are dependent on alcohol. Now, that pause was not <laughs> unintentional. <laughs> it's just, excuse me? We have a heroin epidemic, which obvi- I think that must be cured now, too. How many? What happened to the heroin epidemic? And I know for, for me and Steve, it hits home. So what happened to that? Where's all, where's all the funding for that? Where's, where's who with that? I mean, it's ridiculous. Now, we can talk about all the crazy things that are going on in the world. And like Steve was saying, that, that come the fall, there's going to be a 10% rise. Well, if, 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 you're, if you're just going to sit down and take it now while they're just saying, oh, don't worry, and they keep it. reminds me of that, uh, that uh, Geico commercial. Where they're like, oh, you almost had it because like, uh, it started out as like March or it started out as April 30th, and it went in our state anyway, March 12th, and now it's March 8th, and now it's going to be phases, and everybody just say, yes, thank you for letting us get back to work and doing what we did. It's ridiculous. And so if you're not, not going to stand up now, well, then forget about it come fall i'm saying you need to rise up you need to at least coordinate with something right to write to your congress people tell them you're not going to stand for it protest it it's your right and that's where i'm getting where uh we were talking about in the beginning where yeah a lot of people have sent had some uh, crazy interactions with with police officers uh maybe the maybe there's those officers not necessarily doing the right thing i have to say uh, with uh, some of the protests that, that, that we were organizing, um, one in particular last week, um, we had uh, a local PD reach out to us. And uh, at first, uh, <laughs> we, we were working, but we, uh, my wife and I got the message, and it was like, hello, this is Officer So-and-so from the so-and-so local PD. Uh, we heard that you, you're organizing a protest, and at first we were like, oh, no, here we go. But... He was like, oh, just please give me a call back. So, of course we did because we respect uh, our officers. And it was the greatest because he was like, hey, he was like, I, we heard that you guys are organizing this protest. Uh, I think it's great. He was like, uh, I'll, the only thing I wanted to know is uh, how many people do you think you're expecting that way that uh, I can have enough officers there to uh, protect your guys' right to protest because that is your right and nobody's going to arrest you for protesting. And... I mean, he was just a super nice guy. And, you know, I mean, I think th- there's a lot of police that feel the same way, too. Uh, the police were crossing people across the street down there. Yeah, helping people across the street. And, you know, you have some people, uh, like we said, the mask versus the non-mask. That's how we're saying. The, we had the masks coming up to uh, the uh, local PD there and Capitol Police saying, oh, well, there's people down there doing this, that, and the other thing. And the one cop literally turned to the other one and was like, yeah, we'll get right on that as he rolled his eyes. They're not fools. The one, there was 58,000 people there. And there was a lot of militias there carrying semi-automatic weapons, which is their right. And, you know, I'm so glad that you're telling a positive story about the police. Uh, We've gone, we're almost at 100 shows now, and we've told the fans how much we love 
not just, I mean, not the police, not just the police, the, anyone, really the uniformed, the uniformed people Absolutely. that are out there. And, and this one, I know that you've had stories coming in from nurses who have told you from the very beginning, mind you, yeah, that they had been assigned to the COVID wing or the COVID part of the hospital yep. and that there was no beds being used yep the, the the hospitals were not only did did uh some of the nurses that i talked to did they not even have a case in in their hospital but they would have the the fema tent set up outside just in case um and they were getting laid off their hours were getting clipped yep several several uh local pennsylvania hospitals uh, uh rns their their hours were being cut laid off not now if this was a, if this was a epidemic of, of, of huge proportions Wouldn't there be a call for medical staff Don't you think they'd be graduating uh, Doctors and nurses Early being like hey, get them out there Because but no what you have is ridiculous things here in, in our state where, oh, there's so many deaths that they're going to refreeze the ice rink in Pittsburgh to start uh, storing the bodies. For what? Nobody can go to the funerals anyway, which was that was a bunch of propaganda, too. And this is what I say to our governor who has deemed his own cabinet store essential in, in, in Pennsylvania. And we got tons of pictures of your delivery trucks. So don't even try and say it that uh, if there was so many deaths, uh, what about these these companies that uh, shut down like their shirt productions and clothing productions to make masks don't you think that maybe he should have shut down his cabinet making to maybe give away uh free caskets then to these people that can't uh attend these funerals but no there was no need for that because people aren't dying in biblical on biblical proportions it's just not happening people are dying yes they are and uh there are the numbers are out there but it doesn't deem shutting down the world Destroying the economy, creating hunger, creating fear, fear, putting people in positions where, like I said earlier, and like I said, I was talking about fathers. I'm going to say it from, from my own perspective. Don't put me in a position where I have to provide for my family. And like I said, yeah, we were quote unquote deemed essential. Now, financially they're being provided for, but I'm not going to, when I say provided for, I mean entirely. So I'm not going to provide a life for my children that's that's not completely encompassed in freedom and even if i can't accomplish that they'll never be able to say well my dad sat on his ass and uh you know got caught up on uh the third season of three's company on uh netflix now he rose up saw there was an injustice not one that was being affected by him financially but he recognized that people in his community and people in his country and people around the earth were being affected by this in a grand scale and when freedom is being stripped, we as Americans, especially patriots, I mean, yeah, none of us were, none of, uh, I mean, no, nah, I won't say none of us, but I mean, yeah, we have, we've got soldiers from, from Vietnam. We've got soldiers that were in World War II. Uh, they fought for our freedom. And uh, if our call to duty is called upon, we have to. That's what this country was based on, and that's what happened back in 1776, and that's why we have a constitution. I wish that other countries were blessed with a, with a constitution, but if we don't stand up now, if we keep letting them oppress us and telling us to stay home and that we can't provide for our families and we can't travel, which is another illegal law because that is a federal law, the right to travel, just stand up. Just go back to work. What are they going to do? Okay, what are they going to do? They're going to write, well, great, have the media, or no, not the media, just film it, and uh, get it to me. 
I'll get it out to just about everybody that would want to see it. If they're going to oppress you for trying to earn your living, then let's make them famous. It, it has to be you, too. It has to be you. It has to be you, Fultz. It has to be you, listener, right. because this is one of the worst parts of this thing. They attacked the psyche of our elderly, and I'm in right. contact with a lot of them, and I see them shaking literally i see their hands shaking i see what's going on in their minds and it's such a terrible thing to do to such a fragile state yeah, and it's of not their fault that they feel that way our demographic they're they're the people that we should hold in the highest respect and honor and those are the people that are taking the heat on this one our elderly are taking the heat on this one they're scared they have fear they're scared to go out they're scared to get their groceries they're scared to do everything you, you they've put fear in in those people and they are now unable they're they're paralyzed they're unable to go out and fight it's got to be you and yep and i agree and and i'm more than willing to 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 grab the bull by the horns i mean we're starting we're starting peacefully hopefully there can be a resolve i would love to have a revelation instead of a revolution but some people just want to have have a closed mind um but i i, I I'm, I'm just hoping that we can progress so having said that um what what else what else can we get into i mean what else is is, is being affected at, at this point i mean I mean, I, I guess everyone just feels us, like on on every level. Um, it, it's terrible what's happened out there, but uh, yeah. So we're fired up. So we uh, we want to hear from you if you're fired up. I mean, like we said, uh, we did a couple episodes on 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 this whole thing, which at first we really didn't want to do, but we thought that we would do. And then we did a follow up because you know we thought that we were almost out of the woods with this thing. But you know, I'm gonna say it right now: scratch that. Because those things, those are old news, and so much has happened since then that uh, the perspective has changed, uh, the directive has changed, and uh, are, are we going to take it anymore? And if you if you're tired of uh, and and you want to find out where where a local protest is going on in in your state anytime, find in the lockdown on Facebook, and. Uh, We'll get you directed in, in in the right in the in the right uh, direction. This is this was the first one. Yeah, yeah. They caught you off guard. They caught us all off guard on this one. Sure, it's the first one, but honestly, this is not the last one. No. So, and like Steve was saying about the elderly, especially the ones that are you know being detained with inside the uh, the nursing homes, they're just being fed this stuff from the from the mainstream media every day, all day. So basically, uh, you know, the the older generation, they're basically what they're doing is they're standing or sitting right in front of the great wizard of Oz. So what we have to do as patriots of America and and humanity is we got to expose the man behind the curtain that that's filling them full of these lies and deceptions so that they're not living in fear. Uh, they need to be, they need to be active. I mean, uh, our older generation, when I, th when I th think about the malls that are being shut down, the, uh, I mean, locally here, we have like what's called a, a senior sneakers. That's the only activity those people get. And what's going to happen when you take away people's hope? You take away their activity. The, when you take away that, you, you start to shrivel up. I mean, myself, I have an autoimmune disease, and the way that I treat it is going to the gym. And I haven't had any issues with it. Well, except for in the last eight weeks, it's really flared up, and I'm getting really pissed off that I can't go into the gym, that I can't treat myself the way that I want 
but they want to try and maybe create a vaccine that they want to mandate make mandatory for what so that we can travel so that we can what do do other things sometimes i question was is is was COVID, does it stand for a certificate of vaccination ID? Because basically, that's what it seems like we're headed towards. A police state, if you're not, if you don't have this stamp or shot or papers, whatever. Or, papers, please. Yeah, papers. The mark of the beast, then then you're not going to do anything. What's that remind you of? World War II. Papers, please. Papers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If t- I was just telling my children today, uh, I can still remember my eighth grade history class, there was a big banner hanging on the wall that said, those who don't learn their history are doomed, are doomed to, repeat. to repeat it. Yep. And that's what's happening right now. If you think that this hasn't happened before and been pulled off on a mass scale, then you need to figure out what World War II was about. I mean, they... If they're, if they're going to start coming for your rights and then they're going to start segregating people and then they're going to start saying, well, who's essential and non-essential, that might as well put a divide right down the middle. So they've created that. Well, what if here in America they said, okay, well, we haven't done enough. Now now we're going to come for, you, for your second amendment. So now, okay, it was so easy to take your first and make you cower. Well, now we're going to come door to door and take your second. Well, if you didn't care too much about uh, the the COVID stats, well, maybe now you're going to listen up a little bit. Maybe you're into firearms like me and Steve are. Maybe you hunt like me and Steve do. Well, guess what? If they take the first, they're coming for the second. They're coming for the whole Constitution. Look this up. There is a new 4,000-page document being pushed by, I think, eight Democratic uh, Congress people right now, and it's called like uh, the new way of doing things or the new way order, which reminds me of almost like the purge with the, uh, with the, uh, what the new founding fathers and their document is a 4,000 word document. What other word is a 4,000 word document? The constitution of the United States, they are trying to replace it. If you don't believe me, just look into it. That it's an actual thing. It can be verified right now as it just came out of my mouth. Just click into your phone or computer. It's happening. They're going to do it. The state of Washington, people, is one vote, one vote away from releasing a serial killer who killed four people because of COVID-19. But if you want to go to church or if you want to walk into the store without a mask, you're under arrest. Is that freedom? That's not freedom to me. That's not the freedom that I grew up with, and it's sure as hell not the freedom that I'm going to have going forward. And uh, it's time that we raise up. It's time for you to look into the information. If you're not understanding or not buying what we're saying, at least look into it because it's going to affect you whether you believe it or not. Steve, have anything you'd like to add? Enough's enough, folks. Enough is enough. So everybody, we're wishing you the best. Um, there, like I said, there is another outlet to reach out to uh, if you're in support of, of ending this lockdown. There's a there's a Facebook page and the lockdown. It, it's separate from uh, from Subtle Beast, but it is a it is a way to uh, to get the information that you're going to need state to state, country to country on this because uh, we've had it. We're ready to stand up for what's right and uh, and just do the right thing. So uh, we wish everybody well and. Uh, just uh, just be safe and just be good to each other. And uh, until next time, I'm Folds. And I'm Steve. And we'll see you next time. Take care of one another. Bye-bye.